0: Welcome back. Thanks. It's good to be back doing a a recording together.
1: Jizz. <laughs> yes. Welcome to my friend's friends. This is my fiend, Simone. And
0: this is my friend, Paris. We're friends and we love introducing our friends to each other. All right. Well, I'm excited to be hanging out
1: with you. I am too. It's a late night Friday night hang session. Yeah. I'm in my comfy chair after spending the entire day in a not so comfy chair. <laughs> <laughs> so I am laying out. I actually had a glass of wine after work good and job. before German lesson. I had to the bottle was open, so I had to finish it.
0: Right. It was more of an obligation than anything.
1: Exactly, but it felt <laughs> very adult-like and good and I thought Amanda would be proud of me. <laughs>
0: yes i looked to see if we had an open bottle and we did not we only had open bottles of beer interesting i know that didn't really make sense we had i never mind uh, <laughs> whatever i did so, not have wine yet tonight but there's still, still young. the
1: night is yes it is kind of so today <sighs> we're gonna start talking again about the the book that we're reading together, Big Friendship. Mm-hmm. It seems like so long ago we started it.
0: <laughs> it is. We started it so long ago. Listeners of the first season of My Friends Friends will remember that we started reading... Big Friendship, How We Keep Each Other Close by Aminatou Sow and Anne Friedman. And we read a couple chapters and we are going to read a couple more. So we are loving this book and we would encourage all of you to give it a read. It's really easy. It's a really poignant and insightful read, I think. And this week we're talking about chapter three, Chosen Family.
1: A chapter that I definitely empathize. Empathize? Mm. A chapter that I can relate to.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Identify.
0: Identify with maybe? I don't know.
1: English is no longer working. No language (laughs) is working for me.
0: Yeah. All the languages (laughs) are on pause. (laughs) All of them.
1: So, Simone, where would you like to begin?
0: Well, I think we should just begin at the beginning as they say i th- i would love to just kind of jump in where they start in the chapter and talk a little bit about big friendship and how that ties in here they basically in this chapter explain that big friendships can provide this security and it enables you to have other relationships and experiences based off of this foundation of a deep knowledge of each other and, um, you know, that you have this friendship over a long period of time. Um, kind of like this familial, like a familial relationship, you know, gives you that, sec- mm-hmm. there's like security. That, you know, resonates with me, I think, in other in examples in my life of
1: big friendships, I think. One of the very first things that I underlined in this chapter on the very first page of it was the mentioning you know that some close friendships have characteristics that really aren't that much different than stable families and the Mm -hmm. relationships that you have in stable families Mm -hmm. and i think one of the things that they go into a little bit more detail is right off the bat is being there for one another when things get rough Mm
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. So being so being there when things get rough without the mm. fear of judgment. And I think that that was a really really key piece yes. of the whole chapter because you know <laughs> there's that phrase, right? It takes a village.
0: Mm. You
1: we can't just live in isolation in any one of our relationships, right? Like mm-hmm. even if even if you were my only friend in the entire world, I'm sorry you're not. Um, you know, you, you need to be able to talk through certain things with other, other friends. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's say if we were having some problems, right. The ability Mm -hmm. to talk through my experience and then maybe having advice and kind of this community to, to figure out what I should do if we were having problems Knowing that they're not going to judge mm-hmm. our relationship, right? And I think that that was a really key, a really key mm-hmm. thing that a lot of people are afraid of, and a lot of people don't understand. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely been in mm-hmm. in places where people didn't want to uh, explain things that might have been going wrong with me to their other friends. Thinking that their other friends would then judge me or not like me, and it's certainly possible, mm-hmm. right? But I think that that's mm-hmm. also the sign of a really healthy relationship. That unless somebody is abusive, right,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: reserve the judgment and purely are there for the person, mm-hmm. yeah, and or mm-hmm. give advice, right, if 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 asked for it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was a really big key thing from this chapter is that yeah, it's okay. (laughs) Mm.
0: Well, and I think about that specifically when I have a friendship with you and if Andre and I get in a fight, for example, I can come to Mm. you and I can say, oh my gosh, we had this fight. I'm so mad at him. Even Mm -hmm. in that moment, you know, some people choose Mm -hmm. to, which I think is healthy to be able to talk to somebody else, not in your Not just your partner, you know, and I know that you're not going to judge Andre and you're not going to judge me and you're not, Mm -hmm. you're you're just going to like be both of our friends and you're going to empathize with me and, you Mm -hmm. know, because also you respect me and I think Mm -hmm. you, you have enough trust and respect for that other person too, that you know that like. I made a good choice in Andre or fill in the blank. Like, yeah, I think that's important too. Mm-hmm.
1: To have that security. And I know that you're not just complaining for the sake of complaining, right? Like mm-hmm. there's something that's upsetting you and you just need to get it out. And it doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily, again, I'm not minimizing it, but it doesn't mean anything more than right now. I just need to be angry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And we need that. That's really important. So that was great. I liked how they talked about that there were certain moments where their friendship became more secure and it just like kind of took these developmental steps towards being a big friendship towards being a secure friendship and i was wondering Mm. if you and you don't have to i i don't feel like i can remember something super specific like to compare to this but i was wondering Mm. if you had any specific memories of a friendship becoming significantly like deeper friendship not romantic Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: or like a positive shift or something
1: yeah Um, I think we kind of touched upon it actually in episode one with Charlotte.
0: Yeah, So that's
1: just one that comes, yeah, that comes straight to mind. We were, we were, we were acquaintances, right? We had like gone on a run at lunch and then, I don't know, someday for some reason we both, we both were free for lunch and I was like, hello, let me take you to my favorite place in town. And that was the moment that our friendship went from like surface level to the deepest, deepest part of the ocean. And it was by sharing some experiences with one another and just yeah being vulnerable b- and blindly placing the trust in the other person that we kind of didn't totally really know that they were going to. No, I respond. totally and, get it. And I, th- <laughs> And I think that it's the way that we both responded to what we were talking about, again, with this no judgment, yeah. this just being there and just listening, I mean, that was the beginning. That was just by far the beginning. And so I, kind um, of like all that's in. one that definitely comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I've had this with a a couple other friends in all honesty, that there's just kind of a moment when you do something together or you, sh- and honestly, I think, I think it's, it's come from opening up and sharing yeah. a specific experience you've had or trusting them with some sort of mm-hmm. knowledge and yeah. that, cause the same thing with Jamie. I mean, Jamie and I were always close, but I feel like, you know, I trusted her with some information that I hadn't really talked to anybody else about. And I feel mm-hmm. like we got closer Yeah, and and then I will say to you, keep going. <laughs> like with Flo, you know, uh-huh. we were friends. We were kind of uh, again, you know, I knew her, of her, and and then when I moved to England, again, it was like we just found each other. And again, it was a, a, I, I think we would have found each other anyway. But there was definitely an experience that happened at work that brought us closer, mm-hmm. and you know, so these are all. I would say friendships that I've created in the past like five years. Hmm. And there's that
0: thread of vulnerability, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. And even, you know, with Kurt, I think, right, a previous guest, it was when he, like we mentioned, he would come up and we would go out to drinks. And it was just that kind of routine of having a drink and then talking about lots of stuff, mm-hmm. really, you know, and yeah. So I think it's happened with a lot of That's friendships great. of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. They don't all start out like a immediate need and desire to be friends, but um, yeah, a lot of the time they turn into that. I mean, they get Simone. There. We are a great example. <laughs> what are you doing? T- <laughs>
0: No, I think once you started describing those moments, I was like, oh, okay, mm. yes, I think I do have like, you know, things oh. like that that I can think of in different mm-hmm. friendships. But at first it was kind of tough for me, but there is one, there's one friendship that I always think of as like my biggest mm. big friendship um, mm-hmm. in my past and actually there was, like, this really tough time that Andre and I went through before we started dating where, like, mm-hmm. he, he, like you know, like, he said, I don't want to date. And I was like, fuck you, <laughs> except not in those words, <laughs> more <laughs> passive aggressively. Um, so I was going through this, like, super, super hard time for other reasons, too. And mm-hmm. I met my, like, biggest big friend in that time and we like kind of Mm -hmm. or we like reconnected during that time and like we went out for breakfast and I just like spilled my guts and then from then on Mm -hmm. we were just like all in you know and so Mm -hmm. I think I think that like vulnerability piece is really what does it is like if you both are willing to meet each other and maybe it's not right away maybe it's over time like Mm -hmm. but if you're kind of like slowly meeting each other in that vulnerability then that's what truly you know creates that foundation of trust and hopefully respect mm-hmm. and all of that that comes along with that yep big friendship mm-hmm. so all right well, so good. this fr- glad the- <laughs> that my stories could yeah. bring it out
1: in you Because I was very surprised to think that you didn't have any. No,
0: I think they're there. I think it's...
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, again, literally, I'm I'm sitting here telling you all these other friends because I'm talking at you rather than thinking that I'm talking to Simone. (laughs) Which is this. What? No. What do you mean? Well, I... I mean, in the fact that I'm going through this list of people, right? And totally yeah. omitting you.
0: Oh, yes. I know. But we've already established. I feel like we've already established our friendship, so we don't have I mean, to do that every time. Who did I see? I this know. is true.
1: Fair enough. But who, I was like, who did I, who did I go visit for my vacations I last know. year, even though we couldn't like go anywhere? <laughs> you.
0: Or sit at home and <laughs> watch movies and...
1: Play that was a fabulous game. It was
0: very great. um okay, I was curious if you consider yourself to have a chosen family,
1: which yeah, it might kind of be like
0: that list that you just gave me to <laughs> like that would little yeah. redundant of a question
1: no, well, I think I feel like maybe I've mentioned this before, right? but when we talk about at least how I and you know as you living in another country too, mm-hmm. right. And because I haven't, well, again, it just it, it it's from growing up in L.A. with no family in the area of Los Angeles. Yeah, we grew and up so,
0: without, or we grew up far away from our extended family mm-hmm. as well.
1: So. We had a Thanksgiving group that we celebrated Thanksgiving with. Yes, you
0: said you talked about. Yeah, so
1: those are like my cousins, right? My mom's best friends. We called them aunt. Yeah, right, and Mm -hmm. their kids. I just say they're my cousins because it was the best way to explain them. Yeah, I do the Um, same
0: thing with our Mo or AJ. Yeah, call like the Boca crew when I explain to friends like Mm -hmm. oh we go see our extended family in Florida like Mm -hmm. I should just say that for shorthand and then I normally because I'm an explainer um (laughs) I end up going like well actually we're not related to any of them and none of them actually live in Florida but you know (laughs) that's the that's (laughs) the idea
1: yeah no (laughs) agreed so yeah I think then everywhere that I've gone and lived in right the multiple different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of that chosen family that the people that you choose to be around and then from from all of those places and kind of all those all those experiences of meeting people, there are definitely there are definitely groups of people that maybe I don't talk to all the time. Like the, one of my friends from South Carolina, Megan and Joe, I mm-hmm. don't talk to them a lot at all mm-hmm. really at all but but you, you know, still feel really close to them yeah and, and you know we happened to be we were in Detroit one year for Christmas and they live in Indiana and they drove mm. whatever it was eight hours because we we for and spent New Year's Eve with us in That's Michigan awesome. I because love we were close and they had no plans yeah and I hadn't seen them in years and so oh, it's It's, um, so yeah, I mean, to me, definitely my, that's why friendship is so important to me. It's because Mm -hmm. those, you, you people, (laughs) you people are my family, right? (laughs) Listen
0: up, you people.
1: I freaking (laughs) love you. Yes. You know, this, this past year, right? If, um, Mm. if I hadn't met Daniel and hadn't been invited to his family Mm -hmm. for Christmas, I would have been... I would have yeah. been trying to go to England to spend Christmas with people in England. With right? a lockdown. With a lockdown. I know. So it's, it's, yeah, definitely. I 100% have a chosen family. Mm. And I love that because I just feel like, I mean, I have a big family anyway, biological mm. family. And I just, I'm so lucky to feel so at home in so many different people's homes.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. so sweet.
1: Yeah. So,
0: I love that.
1: So, it sounds like you have a chosen family too.
0: I do. I have, well, I would say that in the last few years, we've had a close circle of friends in Perugia. Mm. And I actually want to talk a little bit more about that later.
1: I'm very excited.
0: Okay. (laughs)
1: Because I know what's coming. (laughs) Yay.
0: Okay, this was funny. I'm going to do an Anne also talk about how they went to weddings together, like, as a little friend couple. Yes. This is great.
1: Yes, 100%. (laughs) I
0: I have to be totally transparent, though, in that at our wedding, we only gave out plus ones if you had, like, a serious romantic partner. And we did invite kids. We just... The culture we were in, nobody did... Nobody didn't invite kids to weddings. Oh. Um, But that is, like, a totally acceptable thing, like, to not Mm -hmm. invite kids to weddings. But we did invite kids. (laughs) Yeah. And... We didn't do plus ones if you didn't have a romantic partner. So actually, one of my good friends, like, asked me, like, uh, maybe even a couple people, like, can I bring my sister? And I was Mm -hmm. like, no, like, sorry, but we're not friends with her. Like, we're not not friends, but like, Mm -hmm. she's not our close friend. And, you know, weddings are expensive, man. So
1: (laughs) well, that was a consideration. It's so interesting, right? And I'm glad you bring this up because part of that is a very American it's, thing yeah. that you only invite people. And even if, not even if they have romantic partners, they if they have romantic, like long term partners, right? Like I had, well, at least there what are do a couple you, what weddings. Do you mean by that? I mean, like you had been dating for like a year or something. Yeah, I would consider like if you that. Were, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like if you had just gotten together with somebody. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I wouldn't invite no. that person. Yeah,
1: and so this is so interesting because in Poland, you get an, a plus one, and you standard are allowed across the board. standard yeah. across the board. Yeah. You get a plus one, and you are allowed to bring whomever you would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, and this is yeah, this is so interesting to me just because the I I have been to a number of weddings. Where I didn't know anyone, mm-hmm. and actually, in all fairness, it, I can think a couple of those. At least one of them, my friend said, "Yes, you could. In, I could invite somebody." Mm-hmm. But you know, I I've been to, and it's very. If you don't know anyone, it's very lonely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's
1: I think exactly what they talk about. Why shouldn't I be able to bring?
0: I know it's great. I love that idea. Now I will say that I pro I I. Pr- prided myself I pride my- i I was proud, proud. of <laughs> proud- oh gosh I don't know what that means but I'm gonna go with I was proud of my seating arrangement with my mm. mother's help but people had a good time and I think that us the seating people strategically mm. <laughs> was a good thing yes I feel like that's a- one of my skills is like matching people which I mean, we kind of do on the pod a little bit, mm-hmm. but even like friendship matching, you know, it's mm-hmm. a real thing.
1: It is, yeah. <laughs> no, so that I I also really liked that, and I mm-hmm. thought, why don't I, I? Again, it's just perhaps different cultures, so let's let's bring this.
0: Yeah, bring it in, man. Bring I it love in. That. Um. Oh, okay, okay. This is one of the last couple things. From the chapter, but they gave us this fascinating history lesson about yeah. marriage and how yeah. marriage, um, you know, the idea of friendship being a part of your marriage relationship wasn't always the case. I mean, no. obviously, um, but that when that concept got introduced to the institution of marriage, it actually really threatened and I mean, degraded like a lot of other platonic friendships mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they those platonic friendships were a threat to the um marriage relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: I thought that was fascinating. They also ga- they mentioned that like when you're reading these historical writings of people back and forth that are platonic. Sometimes you can't even tell, like, or it's kind of vague, like, is this platonic? Like, technically, Mm -hmm. like, these people were, you know, two guys or two girls or whatever, or even just, like, a man and a woman who were family members. But, like, Mm -hmm. the way they write to each other is Mm -hmm. so intense. Um, It actually reminded me of we – I got to go see the musical Hamilton, um, mm-hmm. in January of 2020, before Broadway shut down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I got into um the show a little bit afterwards, and so I listened to the podcast and I read some of the book that the show is based off of, and Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence, I learned after seeing the show were like best best friends, and just. When they write to each other, when you read these writings, Mm. um, which this is like something that you learn not like in the show necessarily. Mm. Um, Like people speculate that there was probably something a little more to their Mm. friendship than Mm -hmm. just platonic friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, Hamilton was like a beloved person and very um you know wrote a ton so we have like mm. tons of his writings so we can see like you know he had lots of <laughs> relationships in his life um that he and he was a passionate person but mm-hmm. i just thought like it just clicked in my mind so for any hamel fans out there who might know a little bit um this totally clicked into place for me reading this piece. And then also thinking about Hamilton and Lawrence's relationship.
1: Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so the thing that I also kind of thought about with this is, so I did a lot of research on just, again, I'm interested in relationships and friendships and romantic relationships and how, again, the history and how things have evolved. And, you know, one of the things that they mention when they're talking about this history is the the fact that then, right? You're saying like, oh, the the marriage then did become about marrying your, your friend, friend, yeah, and then because of that, then a lot of people you just lose all the other friendships, which <sighs> is yes, infuriating, the, infuriating. infuriating, and again I think that we're slowly coming out of that again mm. this whole again I, even when I think back to 15 years ago when I thought about relationships mm-hmm. it was it was very much this whole like you're again I don't think I was ever this this into it be, in this way because you know you know me but like the fact that oh this person completes me or they're yes. my other, you know, without them, I'm not going to be happy mm-hmm, th- mm-hmm. these types of like almost fatalistic views yeah. on what not healthy, part- not healthy. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's definitely evolved yeah. over the years again, again. And again, yes, I would lo- I would, I would, I want the person that I'm with to be a friend of mine, right? Um, I yeah. want that to have a friendship basis and then there's the romantic piece to it, mm-hmm. But it's really, really important to maintain and keep those friendships yeah. outside of the relationship because when it gives you a break, it gives you other perspective. <laughs> yeah. It you know it 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 feeds a different part of you. Yeah, and I think that that's also something. Maybe I'm naive in thinking that we're evolving a little bit out of that. No, but I don't I, think
0: that that's naive. I think. You're right. I don't know. I just think this mm. next generation even, maybe not even mm-hmm. like, you know, just even a few years younger, I think mm-hmm. we're going to really see that mm-hmm. emphasis even more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that, that I also was.
0: That's such a good point. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks. No, it, it, it's, it's. It's especially hard to do in the middle of a pandemic it's, when yeah. you can't <laughs> meet other people in in quote real life. But
0: we're getting it's there. Okay. We're close. We're close. Mm. Everyone get vaccinated so we can be friends again. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> mm. Come on, EU, get it together.
0: Well, I only had one other thing that I wanted to talk about with this mm-hmm. chapter, and it was that I absolutely loved when they said that they want people of every gender to feel the expansive joy of intimate friendships. And mm. they were referring to, I think also, you know, male, female, or wherever you are on the gender spectrum, um, mm-hmm. you know, being friends with people who are not the same in the same place Mm -hmm. gender wise as you are and Mm -hmm. I think that's really beautiful I think you do a really fabulous job of maintaining friendships with people of all different genders or any identity factor Mm -hmm. in a consistent way even when you are dating somebody like you are obviously (laughs) confident in your friendships and you're gonna find somebody who's secure with you having friendships with people of not your gender and mm. i think that's really important because people who are insecure about that shit dude it's 2021 <laughs> like get over it you know yeah
1: yeah well thank you that's a very nice compliment and observation i mm. appreciate it mm. i mean it's I think it's so funny because I went from, uh, you know, an all girls high school <laughs> where I had no male all girl friends, fr- all girl friendships, <laughs> all girl friendships, pretty much. And I had, well, I had a couple, I had a couple guy friends from the Civil Air Patrol, right, the military program that I did. And then, then I went from all girls high school to engineering.
0: <laughs> yeah, Which, so then you had like a lot of male, a lot of guy friends too.
1: Yeah, yeah, and or my, you like uh, kinda swung like
0: from one. Well, had...
1: and let's just say boyfriend at the time did not handle that well. That was a big, uh yeah. At so, the time, at, at the time. time
0: in the past.
1: Yes. So it's really interesting to look back on that, right? And yeah. use those, use those ships that you've had in the past to mm. then determine how you want the ships to be in the future. Totally. So it is, mm. it is very, and then it, but similarly, right. I've learned along the way yeah. how to understand some boundaries, mm-hmm. right. Cause I think that that's also a key part of it. Again, going back into the friendship piece, it's having the conversation, it's communicating, communicating. about, communicating. About being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. About okay. Look, I understand you have a friendship with this person. Here's how I feel. Here's a boundary that I feel like maybe maybe we can talk about setting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if it would be different too if we had the opportunity to be going into work. <laughs> like I think that's a that's a <laughs> setting where I would have the potential to make mm. f- more friendships with people. Of the like, I in general just more friendships, you know. Mm -hmm. But like that, my spouse isn't in that space with me. Yeah. So I would have my relationships independent of my spouse because, like, even friendships I've made with men, you know, since I've been married. You're right. They tend to be linked to my partner. He'll be mm-hmm. like closer with that friend, like which I mean it's probably sort of natural, but it's mm-hmm. interesting to just observe,
1: I think. So, so yeah. Well, Yay. The other really random last comment I want to say yes. is to Wrap me it's up. always I love observing friendships. Yeah. Mm. So I get right? an intimate view of of my partner's friendships with other people, Yet. which I think is so interesting to observe and then to just understand, right? Mm. And I know this sounds really weird, but because friendship is so important to me, I love people's interactions with their friends. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is I love how Daniel is with his best guy friends. It just makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that Daniel answers the phone. And yes, they might be joking or whatever, but he answers the phone to his best friend and he's like, hey, baby. (laughs) Like, they're making all sorts of like, I love you, kissy noises. Like, and then I'm like, you don't even talk to me like that, you know? know. Oh, I love
0: that. He's secure and he's confident and he values his friendship. You know, I love that.
1: I love watching him and his friendships with his best friends because it's so important to me friendship and again it's not like I'm judging the whole thing but it just it says yeah. it's it shows me the same type of level at which I appreciate friendships mm-hmm. and especially again going back to this whole history thing and how friendships with the same sex were kind of stigmatized mm-hmm. and, and stuff I love seeing those interactions where I'm like yes mm you go be your beautiful self with yeah. your Celebrate. best friend. We're
0: all about celebrating friendship. And I actually have to say that that's been hard for me in the past, mm. that it's something I've had to grow in is if we look at my Enneagram, <laughs> I know mm-hmm. it's super dorky, but no, um, okay. it makes me feel like I'm not a horrible Crazy person, it's like, oh, this is how I'm wired, and I just have to acknowledge it and grow. But I think I'm naturally inclined to like, I want to be everyone's best friend. I don't want them to have friendships. Like when I'm in an unhealthy place and when I'm in an immature place, I just want to be everyone's best friend, and I don't want them to hang out with anybody except for me, and I want to be important, (laughs) and blah, blah, blah. Okay. But Mm -hmm. I've realized, like, particularly when my best friend at the time moved away and was going through a really hard time, and I genuinely wanted her to be healthy and happy. And you have to have Mm -hmm. other friendships in your life to be happy and healthy. And that was just this, like, time. And it's, I mean, it's very late in life, I feel like, that happened to me. But still, Mm. it was, like... Of course, I want other people to have other positive, great, rewarding friendships. And I would have said that out loud, but inside felt like, no, really, I just want to be the best one, you mm-hmm. know? But now I'm like, no, I really genuinely love it when my friends have <laughs> other wonderful friendships, and, mm-hmm. and that's taken a while to get there, so... Listeners, if you are somebody like me who <laughs> feels this weird immature jealousy at other people's friendships, you're not crazy, you're not alone, and it is possible <laughs> to change and be genuinely happy for other people's friendships, you know? Because just think about how much you can learn that sound, from do, them. Do, do I sound like an immature baby?
1: No. No. Not at all. Do you know how many times there's like three people in a friendship, and then somebody else comes into the friendship? Don't at all. Again, it's totally, totally normal. We, I, we, we all used to do this. I feel like again, it's like you have a friendship with three people. Somebody new comes in, and then all of a sudden they're a little bit more connected to that, and you kind of break off into twos. This is happened all the time. Mm. And then you're like, oops, yeah. I hope I don't feel like they stole my friendship. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> and, and I mean, even, even, so here we go. So in, 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 in England, right. There, there's these groups of friends we're all kind of friends, but then there are these like little pockets of people that are more friends with each other sometimes mm-hmm. or, and, you know, and sometimes I'd feel, you know, I would do something with Jamie and not invite Flo. And I'm thinking, Oh, I should have invited Flo but at the same mm-hmm. time I'm like but I'm going to hang out with Jamie or you know they would go off and do stuff mm-hmm. Jamie and Flo brunch all the time Yeah I was a part of that every once in a while at yeah. a certain place but I have never gone to this one restaurant with them ever And it's I'm the little the little person inside of me goes oh I want to go too and then I'm like it's all good you know they This is their friendship. And I'm so glad that they're friends and they have each other and that I have them both. So totally. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We're there, Simone. We are there. Even now.
0: (laughs) Okay. I feel better. I feel better. Good. Oh, well, I loved this chapter. I cannot wait to talk about the next chapter together. Um, Everybody read this book. Get this book. Read it. Carly from the last episode has already checked it out from the library because I made her do it, and so I'm very excited (laughs) about that.
1: Should we do our last
0: little segment?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay, so, Simone, I am very excited for this, and going along with the theme of Chosen Family and the time that you were just spending in Perugia, I... I believe you have a few things to say to your family in Perugia.
0: Yes. I wanted to just talk a little bit about my trip out there that I recently took. Um, I was anticipating going out there towards the end of March just because we were not going to be able to continue paying two rents, Um, and so I ended up having to go out actually towards more of the beginning slash middle of March. Um, again, with the move, it ended up being like less than a week before we knew that I had to get out there. And so I got out there and I sent off Penny and I packed up the house and I shipped it all off with a moving company and then came back here. And even saying the word I when I speak those words feels wrong because of how much my friends out there supported me. They were constantly checking in with me, coming to help me pack, feeding me, um, having me stay at their place, smoking pot, like... (laughs) Just taking care of me in every single way that they possibly could. And I was still a wreck. Like, I still have hives, like, from the amount of stress that I was under. But I just felt so cared for and loved in a way that is hard to articulate. And I actually tried to articulate it and I wrote a little note that I thought I would read Um, the note is in Italian, so I wanted to say it in Italian to my friends there. Feel free to skip forward, friends, if you don't want to listen to a few minutes of some bad Italian, but, um,
1: I think we're going to go for it. (laughs) It's not bad. I've Uh, heard you.
0: This is a little note I wrote to my Italian support system. I miei cari amici a Perugia, non riesco a spiegare quanto avete fatto per me. Nello questo periodo profondamente difficile e duro mi avete tenuto e portato tra ogni cosa. Ogni persona mi ha aiutato in un modo unico e speciale. Maria, hai preso cura di Penelope e anche noi quest'anni e particolarmente in questi giorni. Tina, crei una comunità dove sei sempre. Mai esita a aiutare e sei un'amica permurosa davvero. Michela, Il tuo cuore è puro e affettuoso. Quando sono con te non mi preoccupo per niente, Leslie mi hai calmato la mente e il corpo. Non sai quanto ti apprezzo, david, il mio primo insegnante italiano. Sono gratissima per la pazienza, disponibilità. È tutto che hai fatto per noi. Sei il mio fratello per sempre. Becky e Jim Passare il tempo insieme è sempre una gioia. Facciamo una brindisi face a face prestissimo. Jeff, Jennifer e bambini Quando sono nella vostra presenza, mi guarisco sempre. Non posso dire quanto speciale vi siete. Caroline, hai preso cura alla nostra perla e per questo siamo sorelle per sempre. Sono orgogliosa a chiamarti un'amica mia. Delia, Se il mio cuore fuori il corpo. Ti porto sempre con me. Grazie, grazie, grazie. Gianpiero e Alba il mio peso questi giorni è diventato meno perché avete fatto tantissimo per me. Vi penso ad ogni momento quando vedo ogni scatolone o qualsiasi cosa che avete toccato. Guarisci presto tesoro. Grazie a tutti e arrivederci. I'm so grateful and One last thing that, I don't know, it feels important to say is that one of my amazing friends helped me four different times and her husband came to help me two different times and, um, she got really, really sick after we loaded the moving van and, um, was in the hospital and is still in the hospital, um, oh. but she has stabilized, and I am so grateful for her and for and that she's okay. So yes, absolutely that's been a huge. That's been mm. really big.
1: Mm.
0: Should we tell everybody where to find us?
1: <gasps> I haven't done this on the fly in so long. I know. I did it for us last time. Friends, fiends, (laughs) tiny animals. (laughs) You can find us on Instagram at myfriendsfriendspod. Send us a love note or some hate mail via myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at myfriendsfriendspod.com where you can see the beautiful styling of Simone Short. I, not of yours, stars. truly.
0: Go, oh yes, give us some stars on and and write some words about us if you feel like it and have the time. We would would be great. Uh, you know, love you forever, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> Tell us a good friendship story, like yes. on your review. Fine, write about us, whatever. I want to hear a good friendship story, um, like the craziest, funniest. Most poignant, I don't know, blow me out of the water. Friendship story, go for it.
1: I like this idea.
0: <laughs> and our magical music is by Fran Boyd.
1: Thanks, Fran.
0: Thanks, Fran. Alright. Bye, everybody. Um, Bye. We'll talk to you later next
1: week. Bye. Bye.
0: Snow Podcast Limits here.